Welcome to Writer Syndrome, a podcast about writing from start to finish. This episode's topic, the art-life balance. I'm Russ Capasso, and joining me as always is Tim Letney. Tim, how are you? I am unbalanced. <laughs> we are very unbalanced, Dave. You know what? We're just going to keep moving because... It took us a, even a long time to record the intro today. This is... We are not balanced at all, so this is probably a good topic for us to, to get into. Uh, and do we even know how to balance it? I don't even know if we know how to balance art and life. <laughs> no, I thought I did. <laughs> I thought I had it. I thought I did too. I've been spouting advice and like following my own. I picture it's, it's kind of like, um, like riding a bike that doesn't have a steering wheel while holding a bunch of crap in my hands, maybe plates. <laughs> and it's maybe like, plates. all right, I'm cruising forward and there's some bumps and I've got all my plates, but as soon as... A few more plates get added everything crashes to yeah. the ground yeah which makes me think that like if the plates are tasks and responsibilities i have too much going on right now to like steadily move forward because i was cruising i was yeah. doing so well and uh now i just feel like i'm on the floor hugging my knee because yeah. i fell you you were too what like the last two weeks or so i know you, you and i talking and and you were just like i i i can't think or do anything like <laughs> i'm just like yeah. the book is like you're like i can't even focus on this thing i don't even know where i am it's just I'm everything is just collapsing all in it, you know, at the same time, uh, not collapsing yeah. in a total negative way, but just in a sense of like you're getting overwhelmed with the life side of things. And like, how do you keep forward trudging forward with the art? So, yeah, and I think it's two things, right? I think one, I'd sent things off to like I'd sent my work to be beta read. So that gave me a window of time that I probably should have filled with other writing stuff, you know? Yeah. So instead of keeping that time in the morning that I'd had I just kind of let it go away and I, and I lost the the routine of it yeah and you know I read a little bit but mostly I just worked out a little crazy and then my kids ended up going back to school so that's a new morning routine getting them up and getting them in and then I'm coaching kids soccer <laughs> which you know you wouldn't think is anything but on top of life that was four days a week uh two that I'm coaching one of my kids and then one game and then my other daughter's got a game. I just feel very, very flooded with stuff and it's been really hard to carve out the time. And I think I've made some inroads in the past weeks. You know, you've sent me that be that beta feedback and I've been able to go through it, but I have not been able to focus enough to tackle the big pieces. I've yeah. been going and like tackling spelling errors or how i don't know how to spell wave a hundred times <laughs> um <laughs> i think i highlighted all hundred of those by the way thank you because <laughs> so i've been doing that i think just to kind of you know it's like the lightweight at a gym or something just to kind of get back into the routine and not get discouraged and every time i come across a big comment or a big suggestion that i agree with that i want to change i'm like i'll get back to that because right now yeah. i don't know if i actually have the fortitude to do that type yeah. of edit right now. So I'm just trying to find the routine again. How about you? How are you, how are you feeling these days? Um, uh, pretty better. <laughs> I think I hit like, I hit patches of, um, just too much else going on, uh, planning too many things, you know, a lot of social things all like kind of the same time and you know, not book related things. Yeah. Yeah. Not book related things. Um, and it was a combination of, uh, working through book stuff, hitting a point where I was just like, I don't know what the hell to do with this. I need to actually think on it. Um, so it's like, okay, let me think on that. And it's like, well, I'm not actually writing. I'm now trying to work through like problem solving for, you know, issues in the book, plot issues. And, oh, what did this character say back in chapter two? And I got to go find that and make sure things align there to later on. And, 
but then on, you know, I think the things that pulled me away was just, just, um, yeah, just, I think life in general has just got, I packed too many things all at once. You know, it wasn't like they fell on me. Like kind of, it sounds like your situation was just like, shit just kind of blew up. I kind of self-inflicted this on myself. Right. Mm. Yep. And I was like, well, I can step back from, I'm just thinking this thing through and I'll get to it tomorrow. You know, I've got to do these other things first and because I've already committed to them. Uh, and kind of the same way where I did the, I don't need to do this right now. I can, I can do it tomorrow type of thing, which is never good. It's like, I think even if you, even if you hit that spot where and somebody was going to ask you too, cause like you handed the book off to, you know, to me and, and Jill for like, you know, beta feedback. Um, and then you kind of like, you're like, okay, um, you know, wipe my hands of this and then i can now that time is just new time i've got to do these other things i need to do in life that's not art which you know what those things were those things were napping Na- <laughs> <laughs> i was like what am i gonna do at like 7 30 to like 9 i know i'll just go back to bed that's a great idea sleep in so um so yeah I, I, similar it's just a similar thing but mine is just more self-inflicted and then i just wasn't keeping up and you know, I think we talked about this and maybe the editing uh, process of, you know, you're not writing fresh words, you know, every time you're editing, um, but you should have a goal for your day. Like, and that's what I found. Like I have to, I have to have a goal and have to stick with it every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm not, edit- if I'm not editing something then write something new, get to that 2000, 1000, whatever the, the goal is um, and just do something like work on something else. Because then I do find like you get into a habit of like, well, I missed one day and then all of a sudden you missed two days and all of a sudden you're like, we've, and we talked about this. It's like, well, I can make this up in day three and I'll just do 6,000. It's like, no, you're not. Yep. Just pick up back where you were, but it's tough. And I kind of hit that because like now it's just like heavy, heavy lifting of the brain, solving problems in the book. So uh, you mentioned something. Um, I, got, I, wanna... I got lazy. I got yeah. <laughs> procrastination stepped in and I was just like, why don't I just go do this other thing? You know? Was that, was that from feeling overwhelmed, Russ? that like did the research itself was that a form of procrastination or was that actually necessary no i i think it was and i think that's another thing to be i'm now learning to be cautious of um you know the, you, there's definitely the research rabbit hole you know i started falling down and then i was like well i'm doing research and it's like yeah but you're not writing you're not editing you're not fixing things <laughs> you're just surfing the internet and then all of a sudden you're on youtube and all of a sudden you're watching reviews for video games you want to play that aren't coming out for like two years and you're like <laughs> But it's research. It's research. research. It's all research. I want to see what other stories are out there. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a slippery slope to just kind of lose track of those things. I, I had the same problem. The problem I didn't have actually. I take that back. When I first handed off my my um, my manuscript to like beta readers, to you, and everything else, you know, to, when I went through those couple of rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to fill my time with like thinking about book two and three or coming up with other ideas. And like, even if it's just working on like a treatment or like, or just some like world building or whatever, at least I was focused on and doing something within that, you know, that process. So that mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, cool. I've got all these ideas and things I've, I've put together. Now I'll get the book back. I can go through those things. And when I come back to all these ideas I had, then maybe I'll have a new fresh, you know, perspective on them. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so important that, that that gap of time handing things away to like keep that time and don't let it's tough but not letting life kind of take over the you know the art too much because it's a snowball effect right it's like you, once you get going you just got to keep going because like once it stops you lose so much momentum yeah uh, i'm i'm finding at least for me so yeah when i finished my first draft i was able to do that and i sat down and um i didn't plot anything out but i started writing again and i had a couple short stories that i was i'd still Honestly, I planned getting back to during this time period. 
I just, I didn't do it. I wanted to, you know, lean into something that you'd mentioned um, when you were talking a second ago about self-imposed, maybe. Yeah. I do, I do think we're treating writing like this kind of core functionality. We talked to Jeff, you know, Jeff Morrison, mm-hmm. you know, successful self-published author. And he said something really interesting during our interview that had taken him five years. Yeah. And that he didn't think had he pushed through, you know, in one year that it would have been as good. He kind of waited it and waited for it and like let those connections be made and it kind of stewed and simmered. Yeah. And he felt like it was a stronger piece for it. So I guess I want to address the the urgency and yeah. maybe the self-imposed urgency that we're putting on ourselves to, you know, get this out quick. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and it is, I think, I mean, five years is a long time, but yeah. what's pushing you, you know, to get it out? Like what you've got, you're like, I know I want to get my, you know, third draft out to a next round of beta readers in October. Yeah. I don't know why. I just feel like it's Halloween and I want to get people reading this thing again, but yeah. I don't have any broad marketing plan or anything. I just want to get it out, you know? Yeah, no, I think that's, and I think that's interesting between the two of us because, and even Jeff brought this up too, he, you know, and, and why uh, some of his work took him a little bit longer because he was like, yeah, I don't need this as like, I have a job, you know, I don't, this is more of like a, he enjoys, very much enjoys doing it. Right. And, mm-hmm. but it's, it's still kind of in that hobby shape. And he's like, yeah, it's great. Released a book and cool. I brought in some extra income, but he's like, that's not why I did it. It's not why I needed it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I necessarily, that's what I'm looking for. Cause like, it, that's not going to be the the breadwinner, you know? Um, but I'm also in a spot where I took time off, like from that regular job to, to pursue this thing. You know, now I'm getting to a point of like, all right, I got to do this thing and then, you know, carry on with life and figure out what, you know, what's next because I was thinking about it. And when I tried writing, when I had a full-time job, I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I could not do it. I, maybe it's just me. I know some people are like, you got to wake up at 5 a.m. You, you write for an hour or two hours and you go to work and you come home and maybe you write for another hour. I'm like, I tried that. And I just toasted myself, like getting up at 6 a.m., writing for an hour, go to work at seven, work until like six, seven o'clock, come home, try to write for another hour. And I was like, this is, this is, this is, I can't, I personally cannot maintain this in a healthy way. And yeah. That's why I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna I was in a spot where I, I put myself where I could take some time off to just focus on the writing and do it. But um, yeah, I mean, that, I couldn't. I was having a hard time balancing art and life when I had a full time job because it was just impossible. Yeah, I mean, I think you always hear stories about you know the the successful authors. You know, I forget who it was, but somebody was like writing in a laundry room. You know, because they worked in a laundry room. It's like they would sneak in writing edit their job they could like yeah. bag out <laughs> and write yeah. um but i feel like you can't necessarily you know in a capitalist society be successful at your work while i don't think you can give your all in all aspects of life yeah. something has yeah. to give at some point yeah yeah i mean we can't i mean we're by nature we're not the best multitaskers <laughs> you know people like to think they are but you're losing you're losing you're losing quality somewhere um yeah. And there's no doubt you may not see it, but someone who's on the other side of whatever you're working on probably does see it. Like, I don't know uh, if I would have been able to write without work from home and the the new time I've gotten from losing a commute. Yeah. But also there's times and I, I just got through one from about August until really now. And it's probably still that work itself is busy. Like yeah. my job is now starting a little bit before nine you know, easy. It's going into the evening. 
even though I'm remote, right? Like I'm fully remote right now. Yeah. But things are crazy busy. So even if I'm not working on something, but that stuff has a lasting effect, you know, mm -hmm. it's still in my brain. Even if I'm not writing an email or taking a meeting or, you know, trying to work out a schedule or a plan, it's still there. Yeah. And that is completely contrary to creating for me. Like yeah. that's a very pragmatic part of my brain. So, I mean, that's why I found historically that the mornings are always best because it's before, I won't say polluted, but it's before I'm like, my brain is distracted and working in a different way. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I work the best in the morning and I can edit at night. You know, I sat down the other night and edited, especially when it's stuff like this is a misspelling or this character name is wrong or yada, yada, yada. But it, when it comes to that kind of creation process, it's in complete conflict with with my nine to five. Yeah. Which has lately been like an eight to six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you lay your kids on top of that. And... Yeah. I, I mean, I have to say, like, I we are in obviously very different uh, life, you know, placement. You've got kids, you've got the dog, you've got, you know, full-time work where I have none of that. So I really have no complaints. So I should be able to just work on the art and get it done. But you know, we have different processes, <laughs> right? Like you are a planner and you have spreadsheets. I probably am not because I fucking can't. <laughs> I don't think I would be able to do it. Um, yeah. I think I'm a bit of a pantser because... I'm pantsing my whole life right now. Yeah. You know, and from afar, and maybe that's just what life is, right? Yeah. Like a series of kind of random things stitched together. And from afar, it looks like process, but really it's just like really sloppy juggling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> juggling with plates. Juggling uh, a lot of metaphors today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like one thing that has helped and we keep coming back to it is just chatting with you, chatting with my wife. Yeah. Like about art, like if I'm chatting about her script or chatting about your book, um, that does give me a bit of a kick in the pants, you know, yeah. keeping the company of other creators keeps your mind, I think, open to those possibilities and kind of inspired and like, oh, I, I want to get back to doing that. Oh, I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you aim for four a day, like four hours a day in the morning. Is, is that like your minimum? And if so, do you have a maximum? That's definitely the minimum. Uh, within a day uh, and I'll break it up. You know, sometimes I'll do two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon or something, but it's also coming back to that's the block of time. Uh, I, I kind of set myself up to get to my goal. Right. So sometimes it'll take longer. Um, like editing, it's like, I'm looking at trying to do get through 4,000 words, which is typically, you know, a couple scenes, two chapters, whatever, um, just to review and, and tweak stuff. Um, and I'm finding I can get through that in, you know, three, four hours. Like there's some things that take me no, no time. Like yesterday I worked for an hour and a half, two hours, and I cranked through a bunch of stuff. I was like, ah, oh, this feels good. I feel I'm at a good pace. But then I hit something and it took me like one thing to fix. Took me like an hour and whiteboard and mapping and seeing like who said what and where the hell is everyone and going back, digging through my spreadsheet and being like, okay, wow. I, re I revealed this thing here. I set this thing up here, make sure it's consistent with this thing down here. Um, so yeah, then it's like all of a sudden one thing has taken up my entire day. Um, and I think that's, I think that's also what, why I'm stumbling a bit, um, lately trying to get back into like, I've got a, I've got a hard deadline coming up and I'm like, let's say 50%, maybe 60% through it, but I'm getting to like the toughest parts right now, which is like, which I should have oh, done off the bat, you know, I'm like in that last, you know, section of the second act and then i'm getting into the third act which is it's loosey-goosey and all over the place so 
and now, now I'm like kind of like a little stressed on myself because I'm like, I had this time, where did it all go? And what did I do? And I'm coming back to like, yesterday I just sat and I like took a deep breath and I was thinking, I was like, I have to put on my old product management hat, my old job of like saying no to people. Like people come to me and be like, hey, we need this thing. I'm like, no, it's not the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And I actually have to do that for myself. I have to be like doing this thing or doing that thing or doing this social activity or whatever. It, no, I have to just say, no, this is not the most important thing. And I think that's what will, that kind of helps you kind of balance it, that art life thing, you know, for me yeah. making, completing this book and getting through it because one, I have deadlines and two, I just got to get this, I just get this fucking thing done, you know? Yeah. And um, it's a short deadline, right? I mean, I would almost caution against that because it sounds like, you know, leaning in, right? But I, I understand that you've got an October 10th deadline and yeah. you need to manage yourself and, and manage your, and manage your book and your time. But that will be to the detriment of your own like social happiness and like yeah that that could be dangerous right if it's more than the next 11 days but if it's a hard deadline then maybe not so bad yeah and i don't know i don't know what that balance is you know and it's like i have you know set plans with some people i do every week or whatever and it's like i have to be like i can't do that this week you know i really have yeah. to like i have to stay focused on this thing that Russ, are you breaking up with me right now i think so that's it <laughs> podcast is over <laughs> you no no that's this it. is a setup oh, you, oh. <laughs> kind of tee up to that and build you oh up my to it god <laughs> well this is our last episode of writer syndrome <laughs> thanks for joining us on the ride <laughs> we'll be back in 2023 <laughs> No, just kidding. No, no, no. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it, it, it comes from all different angles. And, and, you know, like I said before, like my, a lot of my, my problems are one self-imposed two, to be honest, like completely poor management of my own time. Like I'm usually very good at this stuff, but it's like, I've hit this point in this process that I didn't know what to do when I got to it. And I have, I still am like learning how to, to do this thing, you know? Is this the, so it's the content edit. Yeah. Yeah. And like, this is all new to me. It's like taking this really heavy feedback from someone who, you know, knows how to construct a story as a professional and like going through it and rating it. Like, is this, is this important? Um, and it kind of blocks it, you know, it blocked me, it got me stuck at some points. Cause it's, uh, it's, it's a new process. Um, and it's not like a fresh thinking thing where I, you know, like that first draft, you're just kind of cranking through. Yeah. And I'm tying this back to like the, the our life balance, because you hit these moments of like, I am stuck on this thing. I don't know what to do. I guess I can move on to something else, but I really need to solve this problem because it could have a ripple effect to all these other things. And then you just sit there and you're like, you kind of procrastinate, you stare at the screen because I don't know what to do. And it's like, well, let me go for a walk. Uh, let me, you go to the park. So you're and still in, like mentally engaged in the book, but not actually doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, which is really tough because now I'm like stress, right? Yeah. Well, now I'm at the point where like I'm fluctuating every, every other day right now of like, I am fucking sick of this book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and now, and I think I've said this, we've said this multiple times for other episodes where like, yeah, I'm just like, I am sick of it, but then I get into it and I fix some stuff and I'm like, I'm excited again. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. I can't wait. And it's getting better. I can see it. But, um, I think those moments just kind of kick in some, pro- you know, procrastination, which is definitely, you know, um, procrastination is a total jerk, but it can be your best friend because it wants to be, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, just come over, lay on the couch. We'll hang out. We'll play some video games, watch some yeah. TV, you know, go over up to the park or whatever. And you're like, no, back off procrastination you're, you're get out of get out of here yeah it's uh, tough i mean i have yeah like i had an, a moment last night no two nights ago 
where I wanted to edit in the morning and I didn't get to it. And then the day happened and like I blinked and it was like 1030 and I was like, I'm going to sit down and edit. And I was like, if I edit now, will I not tomorrow? Because I'm so burnt out on my day. And yeah. I ended up going down and replaying God of War. I already beat the game. <laughs> it's a great game. Great game. Great, great game. game. 2018, <laughs> God of War. But um, And I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if I should have persevered and worked for an hour. Because the next day I did wake up and I did edit. But yeah. I was concerned that I was going to be so frazzled. And I'd finish it like midnight and just feel like, I don't know, just spent or burnt yeah. out. I don't know. Like The, the thing I, I think a, this all boils down to is is like keeping that schedule but like just yeah. even doing something i'm finding like even if it's the smallest thing just like do something every day towards it if i don't get my four hours and i don't get my 4k you know whatever my goal is for the day like if i don't get there it's okay but just do something like yeah make some bit of progress because that stacking method it doesn't work like you're not gonna you're not gonna just next day be like huh, i'm all refreshed and you know what i love this thing and i'm gonna power through and yeah I crush all this stupid stuff it's like no you're I, not <laughs> yeah i do feel like there is something about and i don't know i might be just riffing here but i feel like framing matters you know how there's that like old adage i don't even it's an adage but that stupid thing like oh you know you're wearing a suit or is the suit wearing you type of thing mm -hmm. i feel like my day i often feel like somebody's abusing me with it as opposed to like i'm choosing but actually i'm choosing to do all these things right but instead i'm like blaming i'm like oh like, I just feel so overwhelmed that the day is happening to me. It's just this constant downpour of stuff. But yeah. when really in actuality, I'm choosing to do all of the things, but I have this inherent need to blame. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah. my God. So I wonder if I reframed a little bit. Like, I am actively choosing to write. You know, I'm actively choosing to coach soccer. I'm actively choosing to run. I'm, but I often do frame it like, you know, poor me, just give me a blanket. The other day I was talking to my yeah. wife and I was like, I just want to get a little sick like maybe just like a little <laughs> leg injury that will get me in a hospital for like two days i just need a two-day timeout <laughs> from life completely and that's a ridiculous thing to even think but i i felt that way and i know she's felt that way in the past when we were first having kids it was like just as if i just break my leg and then everything has to stop for just a minute <laughs> Can you just throw me off this two-story building? Why do I have to throw you? Because I can't do it myself. I can't do it myself. But that's crazy, right? It's like, yeah, I don't know. I think, again, keep coming back to it. It's just, it's it's that repeat, rinse and repeat type of action every day. Yeah. Uh, that's important. And, and especially for me. Like, it's not exciting, but you're right. It's It's got to be some kind of consistent schedule. Where I'm like, so I'm going to get a spot where like, what I would love for this to be some type of, part-time you know or even full-time thing i'm doing like writing yeah. books like you know I, I, i'm immensely enjoying the process and i think getting to the second book once i get through us i'm gonna have like oh man i'm like i've been taking notes at every step of the way of like okay how can i what did i get stuck and how can i do this better you know um and is I there think, something that um you could have done right now like to make your content edit be less of a burden i think just being consistent i think mm getting even like like I said and just harping on it is like doing something every day because at least then I would I would have been making progress and I took I, there was times where I was like three or you know two or three days not working on it at all I could sit there and I'd stare at it and like scroll through all the notes and like think about stuff and then I would do like a little bit but it wasn't it wasn't 
But that's tough, right? Because you actually made the time you sat down. Yeah. And then I... So like objectively you were doing something, but it wasn't pushing anything forward. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't moving towards a goalpost. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't getting anywhere. And then I was like, then I felt like I was just like treading my, my wheels were just spinning in mud, you know? And it's just like, well, I am working on it, but I'm not working on it. Like I'm not getting anywhere. Like what the, what am I doing wrong here? And I think oh, man, it just that's so interesting. Didn't actually, you know, make any changes or fix, you know, the problems that are in there. Um, man, when is making the time not, that's so weird. It's so weird to me that you can like have, like you have the time and you're yeah. in the space and even in the headspace. Yeah. And then it's just like dud fireworks, right? Yep. Like, yeah, I'll sit down and I'll be like, I'm ready to go. And I'll like scroll through things and then I just, I'll hit something. I'm like, all right, I need to, this is my goal for today is to fix this problem. And it just becomes bigger than, and then I get overwhelmed. Oh, okay. Uh, my brain is very like, I finally at the age where like, I know I'm a pretty linear thinking person, you know, like sure I can whiteboard dual sort of, you know, blah, 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 but I'm working on something like I'm just like on this one thing. So it's like, I, I'd come across something in the story that was wrong and all of a sudden it just bounced to like four or five different other issues I had to do. And then mm -hmm. I instantly got just like, oh, come on. <laughs> like who wrote this book? <laughs> who did this? Why is who this? did this to me? Yeah. <laughs> Who did this to me? Who, who can I blame? Who can I point a finger at? You me know? from last year. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty me, twenty twenty one me. <laughs> <laughs> this year me. So yeah, and I think it's just um, I don't sort of know if there's like a I don't know how you feel about having like a push or like a pressure um, to get you to do something. Yeah, you know, like for me, I have I have a couple different pressures. One is like I've I've left I've left the norm the normal world to, to work on this book and. Uh, now, and I've got deadlines, right? So yeah. that's like a push. And then that's, that's kind of like an, that's a, a way to induce stress when you have that, like that pressure, but sometimes that's good because it gets you motivated to work or like, I've got to get this thing done and forces you to push through. Mm -hmm. Um, even if it's bullshit, you're putting down on paper, at least you're getting through it and moving on to the next thing you can come back to and fix it. Um, how do you feel? Do you have, do you have any of that, like. Yeah, I mean, I have like, I guess I have a, I have two answers to your question. I have like the very grounded one, which is, I don't know how long, like I like my job and I don't want to leave it. And I'm really happy they've been able to like support me remotely and that that is, you know, equitable for everybody right now. Um, But you never know, you yeah. know, if I have to get a new job or if they lay me off or something like that, this time goes away. Yeah. So in a way, I am dealing with a window, a moment in my life where my kids are of a certain age and my work, you know, is at least the commute's gone from both ends. And I have some time that may mm -hmm. be gone. Now, I do think I'll get it back as I get older, right? Yeah. Like looking into my 50s and 60s and obviously retirement as I get much older, <sighs> that I'll have time to write. And I certainly want to be able to write through that because mm -hmm. um, I'm going to need something to like do at, um, and that gets to my other point of, I think a drive, you know, art is personal and I love writing for its own sake and its own benefit, but there, I do want to be read and I do feel an urgency to share. Yeah. And sometimes that is too much, um, where I want to get something off. That's not even quite finished yet. Like, thank God I didn't send my third draft off to anybody but you and my wife because yeah. the shit that you found, <laughs> I would have been really embarrassed about had I had I sent that to like 15 people. But I do feel just an inherent 
objective urgency to get this done and get it out and go on to the next thing. Because I do feel like, I don't know, it's like egotistical or, or overly confident, but I feel like it's enjoyable. And, yeah. yep. and I don't want to, there's that, you know, dichotomy of I'm writing for myself, but I also really want to be read. And I don't need to be read by hundreds of thousands of people, but if I could be read by 500 to a thousand, well, geez, I mean, I loved it back in the day when I used to, you know, do movie interviews or reviews or book reviews and stuff like that. Just the idea of like being read always kind of, I don't know, made me happy. I got a little dopamine reward from that. And I'm sure yeah. everybody can relate these days on social. I mean, it's all that like likes or shares are of your stuff is just that, oh, I've been read and validated or whatever, Yeah. but not for my looks or whatever else. It's just like my brain and my words and the things I'm trying to get across. And I, I do feel an urgency to, yeah. to share. And I think I have um, ever since like probably middle school when I like first started writing, you know, yeah. Yeah. And actually even before that, I remember the first book I wrote when I was a little, little kid, because I was like a, I was watching horror movies back in the day and it was like this whole fan fiction that i written in elementary school about friday the 13th i was so damn proud of it nice i thought it was so cool you know <laughs> yeah. i colored the cover and i shared it with my parents and my brother read it who i like looked up to and he was like this is ridiculous and i was like <laughs> oh man but that's still that kind of impetus of like writing a thing and sharing it i've had since then i did yeah. it through middle school and through high school through through college you know through writers groups and this is that on a larger scale where I'm like going to attempt to expose myself to a much larger audience than just friends and family, whether anybody reads it, who the hell knows? Yeah. But I am, yeah. I'm giving it a go. Yeah. So yeah, I, I feel a, an urgency and I don't, I, I can only say that it's not like logical. It's just <laughs> like a core feeling of, yeah. you know, I want to, I want to share. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing else outside of just, you know, your your own sensibility of saying like i need to get this done i want to get this out there so people read and then every time i come across like a bit of like a similar media yeah. you know either, that either momentarily derails me of like crap like mine is very similar to this or yeah. it's like oh wow like there's an audience for yeah. the stuff that i'm doing and it pushes me along and there's that little bit of like artistic jealousy that kind of swells in me and i try to turn that into motivation as opposed to it derailing me and yeah, you know, I yeah. say it's 50 50 sometimes I'm kind of like oh man stranger <laughs> things got tentacles and other times I'm like wow like that Nick Cutter book is like really cool and like I hit on very similar themes yeah there's an audience that's in Barnes and Noble maybe if I polish my turd up yeah I could you know be published somewhere so coming back to the, the things that I think I need to do and the things that I, I know I should be doing for myself and to, to keep me productive and, and chugging through especially when you get those moments of kind of lost is, is one, you know, having, having that goal and then also, you know, setting that time aside for yourself and making it consistent and making sure that's the thing that you're doing in within that hour or two hours, half hour, even whatever it is, like, mm -hmm. this is what I'm working on. Um, I think that's, I think that's the, I think it's the most important thing. Um, mm -hmm. I think I've run into problems where like I've, yeah, I say I've got like a three hour or four hour block and like I'll break it up, move an hour here, two hours here. It's like, no, 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 I should just, you know, I usually start at like 8 a.m. and go to like 12 or 11. Mm -hmm. That should be it every day. That's, that yeah. should be my minimum goal right there. Do that. Yeah, um, I'd say though, like, I think set, I totally agree with schedule and setting the time. Um, that sounds like a lot of time to me, but that's because we're like, we just have different, different time to spend. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I would say if you're setting aside your time 
and you notice that that time, say you got a two hour window or a three hour window and you notice that time isn't being spent productively and you're kind of getting overwhelmed or spinning your wheels and nothing's happening. I'd suggest walking away and trying to fill that time with like life um, and then coming back so you don't get stuck in a pit, right? Because in a way it turns into like punishment or self-flagellation or just stress and worry where it sounds like you can sometimes fall into your time and then you kind of look up and you go, it's dark, yeah. but I didn't, yeah. but I didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. So if you can like, I don't know, set an alarm, do something to kind of catch yourself and be like, <laughs> Am, have I written anything? No, I'm still researching or I'm beat or I'm reading the comments again. I should yeah. go get a drink with a friend. Yeah. I should go for a walk. Yeah. If you, <laughs> if you, if you're actually not getting anything done, then yeah, I'll spend that time, not just down a rabbit hole. But yeah. There's that intention. I think you can lose it real quickly. And then you'll look back on those days and be like, well, I didn't actually do do anything and did those cyclical thoughts honestly it's like worry right yeah it's like and it's the whole reason for like mindfulness and meditation like you can get caught in this like cycle this loop of repetitive thoughts and your time just goes away and it feels like you're doing something because your body's stressed in this perpetual state of like fight or flight yeah and then yeah. the time's gone and you haven't done a damn thing so yeah i mean if you can take a breath and this account and see if you've done something go for a walk <laughs> go for a walk take a big breath call a friend yeah call a friend just make don't, me a spreadsheet yeah call a friend but just don't make any plans of them because then they'll get in the way of you actually writing later on <laughs> yeah russ if you could like invite me for a walk and then just pop out of a bush and hit me in the leg with a golf club yeah oh get yeah me in the hospital sure sure i can do that i'll surprise <laughs> down in jersey <laughs> this might be two days off you know yeah yeah, I'll probably get arrested. <laughs> no, we meant to do this. I don't have the time to file charges. Don't worry about it. You guys plan this? <laughs> yeah, it's really long. We got to listen to the episode uh, episode 11 there about uh, art life balance. You'll understand. <laughs> this, this man both, manifesto. Yeah, you're both idiots. Both going to jail. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. Man. Well, I think that's I think that's it. I think that's that's I think we've Yeah. We've done it. So, uh, that's our episode. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode and you think someone you know would too, let them know. Or if you have, you have a, any suggestions. Yeah, suggestions, <laughs> ideas, feedback. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at writer underscore syndrome. Uh, head over to writersyndrome.com for all our episodes and contact info. What are, we, what are we talking about next time? I think genre expectations. Ooh, which we did touch on at the end of our interview with Jeff Morrison. Yeah. So you should definitely go back and check out that because like the last, the second part two was we got into genre expectations, a great chat with him. So we're going to kind of dive further into that on our next episode until next time. Keep writing. Yeah, man. <laughs>